This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. Very well said. Okay, I, I, I want to teach a little bit. Y'all grab a pen and a piece of paper. Um, feel free to take a picture of the screens if, if you so desire. Um, here, here, is, here is what I want to deal with tonight. Um, tonight, I, I want to I talk to you guys about being baptized together. Everybody say baptized together. Baptized. Say it again, baptized together. Baptized. Here is what I believe God is doing. As we were, as you uh, individually are baptized into the body, I believe now God is baptizing bodies of believers together. I believe that God is baptizing churches together. Baptize simply means, is the, is the Hebrew word baptizo, which means to immerse. It means to, to put under. It, it, it also means, watch this, here, here is there's there's another Hebrew word or another uh, definition of the word baptizo that I that I saw very interesting. The word baptize in the Hebrew, watch this, means to whelm or to overwhelm. It means to overwhelm. Glory to God. And so watch this. Many of us, while we were standing around that pool, we were overwhelmed. There, there were there were those who were in the water who was overwhelmed with the water. But watch this. There were many of us who were just standing around that were overwhelmed by God's spirit. We were overwhelmed by emotion. We were overwhelmed with tears. And so I believe that, watch this, as we watch, I think Sister Spady said, I like the way she said it, as we watch other people uh, be immersed in the water, I believe that God allowed something in our spirit to be immersed in him. Glory to God. Because many of you, some of you were still sitting in the pews crying. So there were people that were far away from what was happening on stage and they were still crying because I believe that there was an immersion that happened there uh, as we were as we were in the building. Watch this. I believe that what God is doing in East Texas, because watch this, people are joining churches, but churches are not joining each other. Let me say that again. People are joining churches. But churches are not joining each other, at least not at the rate that God desires. So what happened this past Sunday with Church on Purpose and Grace City coming together, that was a that was a, that was a that was a a, 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 a a baptizing, as it were. And as I was considering what I would talk to you guys about tonight, watch this. Check this out. Let me show you how cold blooded God is. God is cold blooded. I was sitting in my office. Jerry was in there. We were kind of going over some of the slides. Check this out. And it started raining. I asked, I said, is it raining? And Jerry said, yeah, I think that's rain. And watch this. Holy Spirit said, check this out. Um, What I'm doing is, is I'm letting you know that you're on the right track. Why? Because now I'm going to baptize the whole city. I'm just going to baptize the whole city. We're going to send the rain, baptize the whole city. So, so God, God desires that, that now that we all become one. Remember my title this past Sunday? Like it or not, we all in the same family. 
We're all in the same family. So tonight, I, I kind of want to do just kind of discuss briefly the meaning of baptism. What does that mean? So that all, I know that some of you were moved by God to just get in the water. You were moved. Some of y'all were taking off your tennis shoes. You got in the, in the pool in your jeans. And some people was getting in there and dress clothes. And so people were just being baptized. I want to talk a little bit about that. I've got four points that I'm going to give you about the meaning of baptism. And then um, we, we may talk a little bit more depending on the time that I have. But number one, it is a symbol of Christ. Christ burial and resurrection. It is a symbol of Christ burial and resurrection. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 3 and 4 says like this, that Christ died for our sins according to scripture, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to scripture. So watch this. For those of you who got in the pool, those of you who who stepped up and got in the water, that symbolizes that you were that you were buried with Christ and that you were resurrected with him. In other words, you died to the old man and when you came up out of that water, you came up a new man. Watch this. Some of you when you got in the water, you felt the old man die. When you got in the water, you felt like something broke off of you when you got there because it symbolizes not only his resurrection, but it also symbolizes his burial. I I tell you, I've told you before that if you can see the water as dirt, if you can see the water as dirt and we bury dead bodies in the dirt. And so when we lay you down in that water, it's it is as if you died to that old man, you died to the old nature. Now watch this. If you don't understand that you're dead to the old nature, you'll have a tendency to go back and resurrect the old nature. Glory to God. So what does that mean? That means that sin no longer has has power or dominance over you. Now God has given you the authority. Touch your neighbor and say, you are more powerful than you know. Come on, tell them. You're, you're more powerful. You're more powerful than you know. You've got to know that you're dead to that. You've got to start speaking that out of your mouth. I'm dead to that. That's the old ship. You know, so when they, when they offer you alcohol, I'm dead to that. When they offer you marijuana, you know what? I'm dead to that. That's the old me. That's the old nature. That person is dead. Glory to God. That person is dead a long time ago. You know what? Put up your butcher knife. You don't need it anymore. You're dead to that. You're dead dead to that way of thinking. You're dead to that mode of operation. And you have to know that you have died to those old things. Don't mean that, don't mean that every now and then you might not, you might want to get caught with somebody, but you've got to know that you've died with, you've died to that old. Say this with me. Say, I've died to my old sin nature. Woo, doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel good? It, it feels good to be able to say that I'm dead to that. I'm dead to those things. I'm dead to the to uh, all, all the dictates of sin in my past. I'm dead to that. Number two, it is a symbol of you being united with Christ in his death and his resurrection. First Corinthians 2.12 says, having been buried with him, having been buried with him, in baptism. You were buried with Christ. You were buried with him in baptism and raised with him in baptism, raised with him through your faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. So you have to see yourself going in the tomb with Christ. You have to see yourself being buried with him and you have to see yourself on the third day being risen with him. You have to see that so that baptism is not just something that something that we do. Baptism becomes a part of who you are. You've been baptized with Christ. 
That's why we're able to live for him because we've been baptized with him. Number three, it is a symbol of your new life. Everybody say new life. It is a symbol of your new life as a Christian. Second Corinthians 5, 17 says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are gone. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. So when you get baptized, listen, you are a new creature. You become a new person. It's a symbol of your new life as a Christian. I heard, I heard Shep say, listen, he said, man, I got in the water because I realized that I've got, I, I need to, I need to signify or justify that now I have a new life because Satan Satan is the God of this world. You guys know that Satan is the God of this world and Satan wants nothing more than for you to pledge an allegiance to him. Glory to God. But when you get baptized, when you go down in the water, glory to God, you not only show the devil, but you also show everybody that's looking that I denounce any allegiance that I had with the prince of darkness and I and I receive my fellowship with Jesus to Christ. That's what you said. Glory to God. And listen, you don't have to be afraid of that because God gave you authority and power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any mean harm you. Glory to God. So watch this. Touch your neighbor and say, it's okay to make the devil mad. Come on, tell him. It's okay to make the devil mad. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because every time you make the devil mad, you make God glad. You got to know that. And so you don't have to be worried about it. So listen, listen, I, I, I don't... You ought not want a, a boyfriend that won't post your picture on his social media page. Glory to God. Some of y'all put your head down. Bless your heart. Hallelujah. Bless your heart. You, you, listen, listen. If, if, if you, if you love me, then you ought to be able to tell the world that you, come on, man. Y'all better help me preach. You ought to be able to tell the world that you love. Listen, I don't need, I don't need no backdoor love affair. Hallelujah. If you love me, you ought to be able to tell me. So what is God saying? God's saying, listen, if, 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 if you're ashamed of me in front of your brothers and sisters, I'm going to be ashamed of you in front of my father, which is in heaven. So you know what? I was glad to see people taking off their tennis shoes, walking up them steps in jeans and shirts and saying, listen, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was a beautiful picture watching people publicly say, listen, for God I live and for God I die. Blessed be the name of the Lord because we live in a time now where we have to be unapologetically Christian. We live in a time now where, listen, the world is getting bolder and bolder and bolder with sin and the church, we've got to get bolder and bolder and bolder with the gospel of Jesus Christ and we can't be afraid to take the gospel to the nations. I got one clap. I'll take it. It's time for the church to step up and be who God has called us to be. Number four, baptism, watch this, does not make you a believer. It shows that you already are one. Doesn't make you a believer, but it shows that you already are a believer. Glory to God. It shows that you already are. We had many people who were baptized as children or baptized at a young age, really didn't understand it. That Sunday they were able to get back in the pool. They said, you know what, Pastor Love, now I understand what this is all about. Now I understand what I'm doing. So I need to be baptized again. I need to get back in the water. And so they did. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, for it is by grace 
that you have been saved through faith, not and this not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works so that no man can boast glory to God. So it doesn't make you a believer. It shows that you already are one. It not only shows the devil, but it shows the onlookers. You don't even realize how many people you encourage just by your by you getting in the water. You don't understand. It's because of you got in the water. The 13 of you who made the early declaration called the latter 10 to say, you know what? If if they can do it, glory to God, I can do it. You ought to give yourselves a hand. I thank God for you 13 who initially started started the fire started the fire to burning. Glory to God. Now, now, now so so we, we we talked about what baptism is. Now, now I'm gonna give you five points on on why. You should be baptized. Why you should be baptized? Number one, because God commanded it. God commanded that we be baptized. Baptism is the first way that you can be a part of Jesus' great commission. Jesus said to his followers in Matthew 28, he says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I command you. And surely I am with you always even until the very end of this age. So we get baptized because Jesus commanded us to do so. Jesus said, be baptized and glory to God. And listen, don't worry because that's not the last service that we're going to have. We're going to do, we're going to do several other baptism service. And we're going to, matter of fact, we're, we're looking at purchasing a pool right now. We're going to get that. And so we're going to have it now. We may not do it in here. We might have been baptized on the front porch. out there in the parking lot somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but y'all was moving some more. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, y'all made me nervous. It was good, though. It was good. It was, it was in a good way. We baptized because Christ commanded. Number two, because it identifies you as a believer and a follower of Christ. Keep that in your mind. When you get baptized, it identifies you as a believer and a follower of Christ. Acts 18 and 8 says, and many of the Corinthians who heard him believed and were baptized. They believed and were baptized. It signifies and shows and identifies you as a believer and a follower of Christ. Amen. Number three, because following Christ's command shows you know him. Following Christ's command show that you know him. First John 5, 3 says, this is the love for God to obey his commands. This is the love for God to obey his commands. We do so not only because he commanded it, not only because it identifies us as believers and followers of Christ, but doing so shows that we know him. Glory to God. That's number four. And lastly, lastly, because Jesus was baptized and we follow his example. Jesus was baptized and we follow his example, Matthew 13, 313 says, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. I, I said it earlier. I know I went a little bit fast. It's okay. You'll be on the podcast. Um, but what I, I said earlier, that what God is doing now is God is bringing churches. You're going to start seeing it more and more. Churches that, that will hear from God and churches that will obey you're going to start seeing it more and more and more. Those that will hear, those that will obey, you're going to start seeing churches come together. 
because God is trying to make a statement or he desires to make a statement to the world to show the world that Christians can work together. Because I I told y'all my last point this past Sunday was um, um, how we see each other determines how the world sees the church, how we see each other. We've got to see each other as as equal. We have to see each other as partners in the faith, because you know what? The reality is when we get to heaven, there's not going to be a white section, an Asian section, Hispanic section section. Listen, we all going to be there together. Glory to God. So sometimes sometimes we get so caught up in our own churches that we forget when we get to heaven, it's going to be a lot of different people and cultures and a lot of different tongues walking around uh, us in heaven. It's not just going to be not just going to be uh, one race on one side, another race on the other side. We're all going to be there collectively together. And I believe that God, I believe that God wants to show the world, watch this, that we can have heaven on earth. I believe that's what God wants to show the world. That we can have heaven on earth. I read this and I was threatened. I was threatened to teach this. In Genesis chapter 11. And I'm closing. Genesis chapter 11. I was threatened to teach this. Right after um, Noah's family. They, they, they had a bunch of children. Those kids grew and there was a bunch of. So that was a, that was a, a race of people in the earth. Now watch this. Here's what it says in Genesis. The, the Bible says that these people were with one thought. They had one language. One language. That's what it says. They had one thought. They had one language. Check this out. The Bible says that they came to each other and said, let us build a temple to heaven. Now, now the motive was wrong, but the principle was right. Motive wrong. But the principle was right. Here's what here's what they said. The Bible says that the Lord came down to see what in the world they were doing. <laughs> Listen, the sound of agreement pulls on the presence of the Lord. There was such agreement. That the Bible says that the Lord came down to see what they were doing. Because there was such an agreement on the earth. Check this out. The Lord himself said, this is God talking. God said, these people are so together that whatever they propose to do will not be withheld from them. Glory to God. These people are so together that whatever they make up their mind that they're going to (laughs) do. Watch this. I can't stop them because they are in agreement. Glory to God. There is such an agreement there that God said that the only way I can stop them is I've got to confuse their languages. I've got to get them saying something different than what everybody else is saying. In other words, I've got to get the body saying something different than the pastor. If the pastor is saying one thing, And I can get the body 
to say something different. I can shut down their agreement. If I can get the wife saying something different than the husband. If I can get the children saying something different than the family, than the parents, I can shut down the agreement. But what happens? What happens when we all agree that we want the wor- this world to change? What happens when we all agree that we want the killing to stop? And we all say the same thing. Not just this church. But what happens if every church in Longview say, you know what? We need to stop this. Let's come together. And let's all work together. Can you? What if? What if? What if? On Sunday mornings. Just hypothetically speaking, and it might happen. What if all the pastors in Longview preached the same sermon? Can you imagine? Watch this. You know what will happen? And come on, I'm ready. You know what will happen? Check this out. Let me tell you what will happen. When you go to Luby's, you'll overhear them talking about what your pastor just preached about. So you know what will happen? You'll go over and say, I'm sorry, but I couldn't help but overhear. You talking about what our pastor been preaching about. And then now y'all engaged in conversation. And then somebody from a totally different church walk over to y'all and say, excuse me. I couldn't help but overhear y'all talking about what my pastor preached about. And then look how cool it gets. The lady checking y'all out says, excuse me. I couldn't help but overhear y'all talking about what my pastor Preached about, and then the lady bringing y'all some tea said, Excuse me. <laughs> can, can you imagine if the whole somebody said, No, I can't pass? <laughs> At least she honest. <laughs> I paint this beautiful picture. She just took a magic mark and wrote all over. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Boy, that's why we got to keep praying, y'all. See? <laughs> See? That ain't one language. Y'all heard that? That's an example. That's an example. That's what I'm talking about. Can y'all, can y'all, y- y- y'all saw me? Can y'all see it? No, we can't pass. We can't see that. No. <laughs> but be quiet, Miss Ann. But, but I mean, but, but think, but guess what? Guess what? That's what God wants. That's what God wants. 
God wants us speaking the same thing at the same time. And he wants other people to hear us saying the same thing, that we need to be connected, that we got to do better. He wants everybody saying the same thing. Will you put your hands together and just celebrate Jesus? Amen. Amen. Listen, a couple of quick announcements.